welcome to Tutors of Life podcast, where we research life so you don't have to. Episode 198. This is your host, Sean Tudor. And this is Sam. And this is a talk episode where Sean and I hang out. The Tudors talk. Love it. Am I supposed to be like... We have two different types of episodes. On Mondays, it's a Tudor episode where we try to teach you something new. Sure. I mean, you're the one that says you have a short too short of an intro so you should be the one to say it all. i don't feels weird all right but what do you got for us today dude you know how old people say that like they can tell when it's about to rain because their knee hurts my knee has been just going wild all the afternoon i'm gonna laugh if it rains tonight i think that officially means i'm old it, check in the forecast i guarantee it's supposed to rain Here's the deal, babe. People say that shit, but what if my knees hurt all the fucking time? Dude, this is like a different different pain. Different type of knee pain? Yeah, man. Let's see here. It's loading. It's loading. Well, it's a 15% chance all night, so I don't really know. Tomorrow, it only gets up to 20%. All right, so we'll see about all that. Ooh, whoops. I'm still going. I'm still walking, apparently. Still going well. There's a uh, Lego garage sale. Yeah. In Green Bay. Yep. That we are not going to. No, I looked at it. There's none that I will want from there. Thank God. Yeah. If I got any, it would just be to like store for, um, like as in future investments. But none of them are good enough where they're gonna really increase value a whole lot. Right. Or if they like it's. It's only like a 4% increase a year instead of like an 8 or a 10%. Right. So. Yeah. Yeah. Screw that. They have a lot. Mm-hmm. They do. I know I was looking at um, every day eBay sends me um, a notification of like new Brickhead uh, eBay listings. And there's Every day. Every day. At about 8 o'clock it sends them to me. Uh, most of the time, I just ignore them. I don't actually look at them. But uh, there hasn't been some. There hasn't been good ones for sale lately. Yeah. Mimi's been also. Mimi's been on two W's today and laid out in the grass for like six hours. So she's pretty hot. She's dying. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't help that um, downstairs can be cool, but upstairs. The thermostat don't register up here. No, so it's 80 up here. So it's high as shit. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised you didn't shut the vents downstairs to like force the air to come up here. I don't think of that. Mm-hmm. We probably should shut the ones in the basement now, actually. We should, yeah, because I always kept those open, mm-hmm. right, to keep it heated because... It got cold down there. It got cold. Mm-hmm. Now we need to close them. Yep. To cool up here. Good call. You gonna run and go do that call. on the podcast or no? No, 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 okay. no. I'll just do that after this so I can sleep tonight. Cool. Um, what do you got? For, what, what's up, babe? What's new? What's cooking? What's crackalacking? Um. Oh well, I told you about my knee pain. Um. DLB daily workouts are going strong. I like them a lot. Yeah, they're dope. Dope as fuck. Um. And then, what else is new? Oh, we uh worked on our um some turnovers this weekend that was kind of fun yeah sean and i have always said like our dream schedule would be like four to five hours every single day of working of working yeah um because what four times by seven is 28 oh that's really not a lot so five times by seven is 35 35, yeah 
and then we just like spend the rest of the day like either golfing or hanging out with buns or stuff like that. Uh, yeah, I would lift. Yeah, for sure lift. I would too, gym. Yeah. I would jujitsu a couple of few days. Mm. I'd do some golfing. Mm. Maybe play some tennis. Yeah. In the winter, I'd do some more snowboarding. Yeah. Um, do some side by side. Mm. Yeah. So this weekend, I mean, we just worked like two, three hours Sunday and Monday. Oh. And it was dope. It was really dope. Yeah, it wasn't bad. No, I don't mind it at all. Uh, ooh, we went and watched our friend Casey Hazelander. Yep. Compete in a figure. Figure, figure competition, Fib- bodybuilding. Yeah, bodybuilding. She competed in the figure category. There you go. Um, so that was really cool. That was the first time Sean and I have ever seen a bodybuilding competition. Yeah, yeah, it was really fun. I've never been to a bodybuilding competition in person. Mm-hmm. What I noticed, <clears throat> I could, like, looking at bodies and looking at physiques, because I've been doing it for many years. Mm-hmm. I've been looking at physiques for many years. There was a bodybuilding category and then a, what is it, the bodybuilding the physique uh, bodybuilding, classic physique, and then physique for men. Okay. So, bodybuilding mm-hmm. and classic physique, mm-hmm. I could call it. Mm-hmm. I didn't miss one. Yep. I did not miss a single one that I watched for calling it for who would be the winners and usually the next two up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, usually it was fourth and fifth that were kind of up in the air. Yeah. There's a couple, though, I ran the whole, the whole gamut, mm-hmm. like from one to six or whatever like boom um but anyways what i noticed was i have no fucking idea what physique is Mm -hmm. like physique is seriously a bunch of faggots having a bukkake stroking themselves and i'm sorry if you're listening to this and you're in physique i'm just kidding i just don't understand the judging scale yeah i just think dude go big or go home get get your ass in a classic physique or bodybuilding mm-hmm. the reason i say classic physique um is because like uh sebum uh mm-hmm. i don't know his fucking career whatever the fuck he's classic physique and he's like 250 pounds mm-hmm. six foot one yeah he's beautiful classic physique is now what like bodybuilding used to be when arnold was around Mm -hmm. but more shredded yeah where bodybuilding is a different realm you are literally like a psycho Mm -hmm. to be in bodybuilding yeah the shit you're doing to your body is insane yeah and so i'm like go big Go classic physique or bodybuilding. Mm. There was a, quite a few guys that were in bodybuilding and then were also in classical physique, which made sense. Another thing, so we went to a natural, all natural mm-hmm. competition. And what I noticed was those guys don't even get peeled as like some fucking gym bros I know yeah. running shit. Yeah. Um, and that's just gym bros I know running shit for funsies fucking being more peeled on a day-to-day basis yeah than these guys up on stage for prep Mm. so i thought that was kind of crazy as well and also like props to them like their prep time is so much longer and so much harder than like dude natty guys gotta put in way more fucking work hell yeah man it's just exhausting Mm. i remember i listened to obviously i used to listen to dr tony huge a lot yeah 
but Dr. Tony Huge was like, you guys don't understand. He's like, I thought it was like, um, he's like, I thought it was noble to, to train two and a half hours a day, eat super clean, be strict, do all this stuff to have this kind of physique. He's like, then after like 15 years of doing that, he got into gear and he's like, now I do whatever I want and I'm more shredded and bigger than I ever was before. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, that's the power. Mm. It's kind of like the saying goes though, like, right, you put in the time and the work, then um, kind of get to fuck off later on. That's just it too. That That is a good point mm. right there because, and that's Hermosi too, mm. right? Um, I would say that's like Ed Milet as well. Um, um, they talked about it uh, with Dana on the oh, yeah. caviar too. You put in a lot of work, mm-hmm. and this is me. Mm-hmm. I put in a lot of work early on, five days anywhere from anywhere four to four to five days a week training. I did that for nine years straight. Yeah. Typical, typical time was probably if we averaged them all out, it was probably hour and a half a session, four to five times a week for nine years. Yeah. And then in the last five years, no, probably four years now. Uh, go uh, probably three three years last three so yeah so for a lot sorry for 11 years i did that in the last three years with just being a lot more involved with business and stuff and like little minor injuries constantly Mm -hmm. i've come to notice that i only need to train three days a week and i can keep this Mm -hmm. uh and keep this physique i got with three days a week training lifting three days a week lifting um and i can keep it good just with a with a 80% clean diet. Yeah. Um and I choose to do that kind of diet anyways. What I've noticed with like 75 hard is I still only lift in 3 4 days a week, but I'm doing jiu-jitsu a couple days too, but I started doing that anyways. But um I can eat a lot. Mm-hmm. I it's all 100% clean right now. Mhm. But I got to eat a lot. Mhm. And uh my body composition actually is not much better than it was a year ago before I started doing jujitsu when all I did was lift three days a week yeah. and keep my diet pretty all right. Yeah. I'm more full. Yeah. My muscles are way more full. Yep. Um, but as far as like my leanness, my physique, all that shit, not much has changed besides being full. Yeah. Being dense. Um, good. Uh, oh, I was just going to go backwards a little bit. I realized we skipped something. Um, women's divisions were way different than the men's. Yeah. At this competition. So you have bikini, physique, no, figure, physique, bodybuilding. Yes. Um, and like, Sean and I had to look it up and like, it gave us a chart. And even with the chart, we were still just like, what the fuck does this mean? Well, so we watched physique. We watched Physique, mm-hmm. and we were calling that. Yep. We were watching Physique, and we were calling it, and we were like, okay, this chick should win, this chick should win, this chick should win. There was a couple that were like, ooh, we didn't see that coming, but yeah. for most of them, we were calling the winners. We were calling the winners, and then sometimes, yeah, like, we'd get two and three, sometimes on the right order, and we'd get four and five, sometimes yeah. on the right order. Yep, yep. And then, so like Physique, we were pretty comfortable calling. I wish we would have seen the women's bodybuilding. I wish so, too. Yeah, yeah. that would been pretty sick. We missed that class. But figure, I don't fucking get it, dude. I don't get figure. Yeah, so the whole, 
like in this chart thing it talked about um like more weight and less weight so you're supposed to have more weight in bikini and less weight for bodybuilding or like fat kind of yeah less, less body count body fat yeah and uh what was it was it toned was bikini and then lean lean it went from like toned to like lean or shred or something yeah it was very weird and we're just like and the difference one i mean one difference is figure in bodybuilding you don't have to wear the shoes yes yep um but no not figure a physique physique in bodybuilding you don't wear shoes um and then figure and bikini you do yep yeah here's my thing i look at and so this is where i'm this is where I'm not in the in the realm, and this is why I didn't understand shit. Mm-hmm. For women's figure, because we didn't watch Bikini Experience, we sit around for that. What I'm looking for is I'm looking for lean. Mm-hmm. I'm looking for how lean you are. I'm looking for who's got like the most muscle mass. Mm-hmm. So I'm looking for who's got the most muscle mass, but is still the most shredded. Yeah. And I look at legs massively. Mm-hmm. I look at glutes big time because if you can get nice. Yeah. Lean glutes, or you can get for dudes if you can get striations in your glutes for dudes, and then, um, then I look for chest. Like if you can get striations and shit in the chest yeah. for men and women, you you're at a level of lean. Mm-hmm. Then obviously abs. Abs are like the number one thing, the first thing that you see. Yeah. But um, it all makes sense. Yeah. In physique and bodybuilding, in figure and. Oh, sorry. It makes sense in classic physique yes, and bodybuilding for men and physique and bodybuilding for women. Mm-hmm. Regular physique for men and then figure for women. Mm-hmm. I don't fucking get it, dude. They're just like making up their own rules. They're like, oh, you don't look as... Like, you're not as shredded. Mm-hmm. You look shittier. Yep. You got 5% more body fat. You're the winner. Yeah. I'm like, dude, the fuck? They also play in part like presentation. Oh. So like... How your hair, how your makeup, how your tan all looks, um, mm-hmm. like your suit. Uh, so that's why, like, if you know, uh, you didn't watch classic f- physique, so you wouldn't have known. Mm-mm. In physique, like, all the men were, like, super smiley, and you only do, like, four poses. You just do right. poses for each side, and that's it. Right. And, like, classic physique and physique and women, like, they have multiple poses that they, mm-hmm. like, call out for They're you not to do. smiling. They're just like, fucking, just... Yeah. Some of them did smile. But, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, it was very... It's it's such a weird freaking world. Such a weird world. I like the chopper riders. The Harley riders. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah, they were... Or the Golden Boys. The Golden Boys. There were a couple of men that had just gold tans. The one looked like a golden statue, yeah, to he be did. honest. He was one of the Harley riders. Yeah, he was. Boom, boom. Um, well, that was like, I don't know. Yeah. I didn't like some of the poses that some of the winners did. And I was like, that makes them look like shit. Like it doesn't accentuate their muscles at all. No, it was really neat, dude. Yeah. It was really neat. I've just backseat watched bodybuilding for so many years Mm -hmm. that actually going to a competition. I've never watched physique Mm -hmm. is the thing. I've always watched classic physique or bodybuilding. So I see that shit. I'm like, I don't know what the fuck I'm looking at. Mm Uh, it was very impressive, though. There was a lot of, like, 40, 50, 60. There was the 80-year-old guy yep. all competing, which was really kind of cool. It was really cool to see. Yeah, it was really cool. Um, which, speaking of, so Dana. Yeah. Listen to Chips and Caviar. Um, Chips and Caviar. Uh, they talked about how 
Dana's natural and how she's just put in so much time and work that she can literally just do anything now and her body like knows what to do and it's fine yeah and she also still works out like a fucking animal Mm -hmm. but she can eat anything drink anything has no issues yeah it's so cool yeah yeah so i mean she's even more of like a well-oiled machine than like her mosey Mm -hmm. you know or like myself whatever but even like i like if i what her mosey say says is so accurate and like is pretty much what i like have lived by for many years a very similar concept is like it's like the if it fits your macros thing and when you have already built a base you have so much muscle composition mm-hmm. that and muscle mass that it burns calories so every five pounds of lean muscle mass you burn 100 calories a day mm-hmm. at rest and so if you just get your body weight and protein and fill the rest in the rest of your calories in with whatever the fuck yeah which ends up being usually pretty good but I, it allotted me, I could have a donut a day. I could have a couple donuts. Didn't matter. It didn't affect me, really. I don't know if you can hear that. You can definitely hear that shit. There you go. Yep. Um, but, yes, yeah, so you could do, like, you could have, I could eat this shit. And Hermosi talks about he eats ice cream, like, every day. Yeah. Dana, on her a, thing, has a glass of wine every night for dinner. Yeah. And, like, and what it is, jeebus. I know they're really loud next door. <laughs> What the fuck? Is that there a lot more? I don't know. It sounds like Angie's yelling at them. Yeah. Our next door neighbor, uh, she has two sons. One's 18, one's 21 now, I think. Yeah. And they both live at home still. The one just graduated. Yeah. She's a sweetheart of a lady. Yeah, she's great. She's oh. just got to deal with a bunch of fucking dudes. Yeah, dude. She's fucking, looks like she's just yelling at them. I don't know. It's fucking hilarious. That's great. Love that. Um, so anyways, it's kind of fun to, to see and, and see it in real person and see how it goes. And, uh, it was really fun watching Casey. I mm-hmm. thought she definitely, like if she, I think if she would have been in the right category mm-hmm. for her, I think her being in physique would have made more sense because yeah. she was peeled. She was, very, she was more shredded than a lot of the physique girls. Too. Oh yeah. Yep. That we watched. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. So yeah. All right, babe. That's lifting. That's the lifting world. That is the lifting world. What else you got? Um, Sean sent me this post today, which was really cool. I don't know if you... Um, oh, I should actually pull it up anyways, so then I can read you some of the comments for this post, because it is hilarious. Um, oh, do you want to be in charge? I can pull it up. Or is it on Instagram or what's it on? Yeah. Okay. Well, no, it's on... Um, I'm changing your timer quick. Yeah, it makes sense. It's on um, Facebook. Do, do, do. Yeah, sorry about the noise next door. Um, so it's this picture, and it's an hourglass. And so it has water of mm. pain. So the water is pain coming down. And it shows if you have discipline, then you can block the water from going into the bottom part of the hourglass, which has your heart in a flame. Well, so, so what it is it's two hourglasses? In one hourglass, the like, man is sitting on top of the hourglass. But he's in it. He's just blocking the funnel part. Yeah, the water's getting poured on him because it's painful to get water just pounded on you all mm-hmm. day long. And then so the other uh, hourglass has the water just pouring in. The heart's just broken. The flame is gone. And it's the old man next to it with regret. 
and the caption says, we must all su- suffer from one of two pains, the pain of discipline or the pain of regret. Mm-hmm. And so some of these comments is just so just so interesting so like this person says i would change this to effort and pursuit slash keep values life is not about avoiding pain it's about pursuing values but like it's not telling you to avoid pain it's telling you how to like block it from affecting you pretty much right um oh this person i regret being so disciplined um yeah, it's very interesting. Like, uh, the pain of discipline shown here is about making the right choice, even though it may be hard, a.k.a. painful. Not all right choices are hard. Not making the right choice will end in regret. The regret is suffering. You'll probably forget most of the right decisions you've made, except for major ones, because it's incremental and small. You'll always remember the regretful decisions. Oh, uh, where's the one? There was one... da 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 some get to suffer from regret because of discipline. What regret of not like being drunk or something? No, it's the regret of not doing things because you're too disciplined. So the regret of not going out with friends and enjoying your life. Mm-mm. The regret of missing shit with your kids because you're too disciplined at work and shit like that. So through a lot of discipline you get regret and it's common you see it with people there's uh, i've listened to so many like successful dudes talk about it Mm -hmm. they're so disciplined and adamant on getting their work done that they miss out on their kids growing up yeah then these fucking grown men are like yeah i fucked up and it's just part of the game Mm. i don't know it's that's interesting to see there's definitely like a double-edged sword there right so like um you you can still be you, the discipline aspect is very important i think because discipline to to be disciplined what people don't understand is like everything is discipline mm-hmm. everything that you do or don't do is because of discipline right so you know you do get up at your alarm when when your when your alarm goes off do you get up or do you hit snooze discipline okay like, do you exercise? Discipline. Mm-hmm. Do you hang out with your kids? Discipline. Mm-hmm. Are you at work when you're supposed to be at work? Do you work full day? Do you stay extra if needed? Disciplines, right? Shit mm-hmm. like that. Um, your, your discipline is like, what are you eating? Who are you hanging out with? If you should get shit done, mm-hmm. do you go to the bar instead? You know, like... Yeah. Like, the discipline, there's so many, like, levels of discipline that you keep building and building and building. And Ed Milet did a podcast on this last week, and then Andy did a podcast on it today. Oh, cool. His Q&A was on this today um, on discipline. And how it goes, we talked about it last podcast. Yeah. The more shit you do, the more it builds and builds and builds and it builds your tolerance. Mm -hmm. And so your discipline just gets stacked. Boom, 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 boom. Until you're like this machine operating at such a high level that normal shit, that normal shit that dehabilitates people and like people get depressed and all that shit Mm -hmm. and anxious, whatever, doesn't affect these people because they've built such a level of discipline. Mm -hmm. And the thing is, if you're not disciplined, you're not doing that shit, are you going to regret on your deathbed that you're a fat piece of shit? 
Right. Yeah, I guess I do get it, but yeah, like you said, <coughs> discipline <coughs> can be in any like is in every facet of life. So if you're disciplined in every facet, then you won't regret anything. <coughs> so like all those people you're talking about, like they weren't disciplined in home life. Right. They weren't disciplined in like the work life balance. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you just have to make sure you're disciplined in all aspects of life, not just one. And you got to be living in the present. <clears throat> you got to be doing it for the journey. You got to be doing it for the reason you're doing it. Mm-hmm. Because like <clears throat> you look at people, we'll just use bodybuilding for example, who bodybuild and they eat super clean and they do that. They have to enjoy the journey mm-hmm. and the discipline and the pain and suffering to get what they're getting out of the sport, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Which is maybe enjoyment, acknowledgement, um, like progress, winning, achievement, you know, whatever. Yeah. They have to, like, you have to be enjoying, you have to accept the process. So that you don't have the regret. <clears throat> because like. It's the shit that you're not accepting right now. That you're going to regret later. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. So if you accept the process. There's nothing to be sad about down the line. Mm-hmm. That's the, that's the, that's this. Um, when people are like. Oh I just want to. <clears throat> I just want to do my normal work. Make make 50 grand a year and and I don't want anything like extravagant, right? Mm. Okay, cool. Now, if you fucking look at a nice new pickup truck then and you think, "Man, I wish I could have that." You lied. There's one guy. There's one guy I listened to. This, this is one of the best podcasts I ever listened to. Guy said when he was on his come up, <clears throat> he saw a uh, He was on his what? On his come up come up in business and life got it okay he's on his come up in life and he sees an escalade Mm -hmm. and he thinks to himself when i fucking reach it a blacked out escalade is what like i'm striving for i'll be happy with the blacked out escalade so he gets to the blacked out escalade he reaches that point in life he buys the blacked out escalade he's at a podcast he's talking to a guy i think it was on ed my show and and my list like, hey, do you ever want the car? Like when you see the cool cars, the Range Rovers, whatever, do you want them? The guy's like, no. He's like, what do you mean? And he's like, no, like I appreciate the cars. I think cars are a beautiful thing. Uh, I like man- all manufacturers. I think they, they create really cool cars. He's like, I'll talk to the guys about their cars, their whatever. And I like say how awesome it is. But he's like, I don't ever think, like, I don't ever want them. I just want the Escalade. I got my car. I enjoy my car. I don't need those other cars. And so like that, if you can do that, if you can truthfully do that, mm-hmm. then you truthfully are at where you want to be at and you won't hold regret. Mm-hmm. But if you look out at the cars and you see a fucking Porsche 911, right? Mm-hmm. And you want that Porsche 911, but you can't afford it, regret. There's got to be level. There's some level of regret there. And when you go through your life, you're like, oh, I don't care. You know, I'll just work at my job, whatever. It's got good retirement, whatever. Okay, cool, great. And you go to retire, 
but you don't have enough money because inflation went up too high or, mm-hmm. or whatever it is, you don't have enough money and you have regret, now you're regretting 40 years of your life. Mm-hmm. Where if you do the, th- like if you, if you can honestly level with yourself, if you can legitimately level with yourself and go, okay, am I actually cool making 50 G's a year or do I want to make 100? Mm. Like what will 100 do for like, in your life, you know, could would a hundred allow you to have your truck in your car where you look at your neighbor who has the fucking Porsche 911 and you go, oh, hey, Bob, that's sick, dude. I really like your car. We should go cruise around together sometime. And you're cool with your fucking BMW. Right. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That is where you don't get the regret in life. But if you're putting in the effort now, and you're getting after it now, and you look out at Bob at the 911, Bob Bob's 911, and you go, "I'm gonna fucking get me one of those, mm-hmm. right?" That's that's what I'm going for. And you bust your ass doing everything you can, working very hard, but you don't ever reach the 911. How can you regret that you busted your ass and did everything you could do to get to the 911, but mm-hmm. you you came up short? 911 is not a good example there. A good example there would be like a fucking private jet. Mm-hmm. Because if you can't save up to get a 911, <sighs> go walk off a bridge. Um, dude, that's that ain't a hard task. What you, is it? Are they like 40 grand? Yeah, 40 Gs. Yeah. Like, dude, come on. Um, so, sorry, let's not use a 911. Say, say your goal is to buy the million-dollar mansion at the end of the road. Mm-hmm. Your goal is to buy the million-dollar mansion at the end of the road. And you bust your ass for the next 20 years to try and get to it. And you come up short. But you know you left it all on the field. You know you gave it your all. Mm -hmm. And you were disciplined in what you did. But you were disciplined in what you did to the fact that you weren't sacrificing your family life. Mm -hmm. You know? Because then you have to look at it in two ways. Okay, I set out out my, like, structure for what I was going to do. I set out my game plan. I execute on my game plan every day. Mm -hmm. I fell short. You can't be mad. Right. But also, what happened, like, right, so let's say you try to get that million-dollar mansion, you can't make it, okay, so then you go for the 800, or $800,000 house, right. right, it's like shooting for the stars, and you you shoot for the stars, and you land on the moon. Yeah. Like, Shucks. Yeah. Yep. Like, oh, darn, I busted my ass, and now I only have this $800,000 house instead of the million-dollar house I wanted. Yeah. Oh, darn. I've listened to a few guys talk about that, too, yeah. where they're like, yeah, I really wanted this. I didn't end up getting there. Or the one one guy was like, he wanted to have like a billion dollar company. He's like, I didn't quite make it. I sold for seven hundred mil. Shucks. Right. Oh boy. You know. I'm the worst. Yeah, yeah. So it's like it's shit like that that like if if you if you can make a plan and like go after it. Mm-hmm. And give it your all, you won't be mad. That's like my power list right now. Mm-hmm. Like what I've been doing with the power list. Uh, so far, I'm like 20 consecutive days without losing. Yeah. A day. Did you uh, win today? After this podcast, I'll have won the day. That is why you were just like, no, we're podcasting. That's why we're fucking podcasting today. My God. Um, Sean's power list dictates my life. Literally. Literally. Do you want to say what was on it yesterday? So yesterday, we were writing out the list, and I had four tasks. I had four tasks down on the power list, and I'm like, huh, there's no fourth thing I need to conquer for today, right? Fifth. 
sorry, sorry. There's no fifth thing I need to conquer for today. Like, there's not another fifth priority. And I was like, huh. Mates with Sam's a priority. Bam. I. You conquered. I won the day. Let's just say I won the day. And uh, so anyways, and now we're podcasting today. That right there is love, babes. I love how, right, you stopped doing things that were reliant on other people besides me. Absolutely, because I can count on you. It's true. Here's the thing with the powerless. Could I have done more today? Absolutely, I could have. I could have done like. We had a couple last things to do on a unit turnover. Absolutely, I could have went and worked until 6.30. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't on my list. Mm-hmm. It'll be on my list for tomorrow. Yeah. So it be an hour out of my day. But, like, uh, and, and there were some, like, other, like, little office tasks I had um, that, yeah, I absolutely could have gotten done today. But it wasn't on my list. I'll mm-hmm. put it on my list Thursday. Yeah. But I just did the shit I did and, so that I would... And so it's all in the field. But I do it that way and I do those things so that I can still come home and hang out with Sam and Mimi. Yeah. And still enjoy our fucking life a little bit. Yeah. And a lot of those things are low priority anyways. If they're not on your power list, they're low priority. Mm-hmm. Um, low priority for today. They Some some of them creep up to be high priority. 1% better is uh, better than zero. Right. But yeah, I mean, dude, just running the power list and doing that for... Because I've been doing that for nine months now or so yeah i just can't be mad yeah like like i can't like sure i could have done better today but like you accomplished what you set out to accomplish today i did it i did my priorities mm-hmm. That's okay. so anyway i think i think more people gotta think about that thing think about like not having the regret mm-hmm. and that shit what else you got for me dhs baby oh my god go so, I I know we've talked about this on this podcast at some point. It was probably two years ago. Yeah. Um, DHS, uh, Department of Human Services. Department of Health Services. Health Services. Um, in 2020, they had a uh, investigation opened on them because there was a... Dude, she's so happy. Dead. Dead. Dead to the world. Um... There's a uh, investigation on them because uh, there was a $1.1 million uh, error, um, which then turned out to be, they, it made him $3 million over budget. Mm-hmm. So finally, they finished the investigation in December of 2022, and they just released um, the findings the findings and whatnot. And in this news article that I was reading, it talks about how the errors were made from, um, well, one, they don't track the receipts. Two, uh, they turned off the safety feature or the, like, there's, like, a feature that they have in their budgets. In their accounting software. Yeah. That, like, warns them when they're getting close mm-hmm. to going over budget. Mm-hmm. They turned it off, mm-hmm. which that goes to fucking show you they did not care if they were going to go over budget or not. And that they knew they were going to. 100%. Um, and so they found out that they won or they weren't keeping the receipts. And then 
they were um, upgrading a lot of their stuff. So if they ever had any trainings or anything, they would upgrade their flights. They would upgrade their hotels. They would um, buy a whole bunch of food, like a lot of expensive things. Um, and Their vehicles and stuff were like nicer vehicles. They'd mm-hmm. rent nicer vehicles and shit. Yeah. Um, and they, uh, some of the money was for the... Uh, family crisis yeah the family crisis fund so the family so what they did was uh they took funds from the family crisis fund um to purchase things for employees Mm -hmm. um to purchase things for um uh other staff and then some some like clients clients, yeah they they bought like extravagant things for clients yeah like over the top things and then they also um, like with the family crisis fund is a lot of the money they used from that was for upgrading rooms and flights and stuff yeah. for travel. Um, so at the end of this investigation, uh, what were the results, Sean? Um, they decided there would be no criminal charges. Uh, so three point, three point, there's like 3.3 million, something like that. Of, I, th- I think it was just 3 million. 3 million, 3 million yeah. of taxpayer dollars. Just gone. Gone. In a year, in one year, yeah, um, that was just in 2019. So three million of taxpayers' dollars in a year. There'll be no criminal charges, and there's already been uh, there's already been like safeguards put back into place and stuff, so it won't happen again. And and then the last thing was like they don't. What was the last part of it? Draw a blank, babe. They don't what? The last part. So no criminal charges. Um, they fe- the I don't safeguards have been put into place, and they feel like um, like, like the re- repercussions were already like enforced. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's already been repercussions for it through like maybe people getting fired out. Yeah, it on. didn't say what it did, so it didn't say in this article at all if any of those people still work for them. Yeah. Um. So if any of them got fired or uh. Like, what kind of disciplinary action there was. Right. But they said there's already been, like, there's already been, people have already paid the price, essentially, is what it says. But yeah. But it's like, what, it, what was the price? Right. Tell us the price of what they paid. Because, I, you know, I think, I think if you steal $3 million from taxpayers' money in one year, I mean, I think you should get some prison time because... Mm. That's like stealing a lot of fucking money. That's theft. And especially for what it was for. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're... Like, it wasn't like it was going to anything good. No. Like, it wasn't like there was a lot more people that needed group homes right. or assistance this year. No, it went for them to upgrade their flights, hotels, and cars for any training they went to. Their fancy food. Like. Buying themselves gifts. Fuck you. Yeah, I think when you look at that shit... I think I think some prison time at a minimum for everybody involved would be good mm-hmm. for theft. And then I think um, I think coming to like uh, I think you take the three million and you split it up between all people involved, mm-hmm. and they have to pay it back in uh, garnish garnish wages, just like you would have to with uh, child services. Yeah, you know, um, child support. Yeah, with child support. Because I think it's a good learning lesson for people to know, like, if you squander the the everyday man's money and you're not using it to help the, the 
the people, mm-hmm. um, you're gonna pay. Yeah. And so these, the thing that, the thing that like chaps my ass the most about about it, and I saw this in group homes, and I talked about it all the fucking time. I could not stand that field. It's so corrupt. It's disgusting. Is people are in social services case managers care workers they do it for the people right to help the people dude those people they fucking squander the funds massively mm-hmm. they don't look out for what's best for their clients no nope. half the time they ain't fucking over half the time they don't answer the calls they don't do their job nope. we noticed that just with your dad oh. case man they don't do their job they no. just steal money yeah. Because if you aren't doing the job, you're stealing. Mm-hmm. So if you're getting paid for a job you're not doing, that is theft. And so it, it's just sickening in that field where you're supposed to be helping people in need. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the time it's disabled people. So you're supposed to be helping disabled people in need. And you're stealing from them. You're stealing from the everyday person. You're stealing from them, um, from people in need. That is the lowest level of person mm-hmm. out there. That shit is disgusting to me. Mm-hmm. And it's fucking rampant. Oh, rampant in state services. Rampant in DHS. Rampant with all these uh, care organizations. Disgusting. Mm-hmm. That's what, uh, cause does DHS pay like Inclusa? Is it their budget that goes? No. Okay. No, DHS oversees the operations. What pays is... uh health insurance or some sort of health insurance pays it okay yeah yeah um but yeah i don't it was oh yeah because dhs is the one that you have to send all the reports and shit right to, yeah um just it just goes to show that right like criminals can get away with anything so because who's not to say that right the next company they go to they could do the exact same thing Hundred percent, because they've had no consequences except for what, maybe getting fired. Right, and I mean, dude, if if they went to prison and that was on there, if theft, because um, that would be what you could almost hit them with mm-hmm. is um, neglect, neglect towards um, like company ne- funds. Well, neglect towards, but I mean, depending on like the level, it could be like you're taking it from the crisis, the family mm-hmm. crisis plan. Oh yeah, 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 you could almost get it like neglect against like because there's like the neglect for di- neglect towards disabled people oh yeah you know like um you could almost hit them with something similar to that mm-hmm. um yeah it's pretty bad i don't know i think it's interesting i don't know like law in that realm but it just goes to show with like everything we're dealing with in the world right now you know the the government has squandered fucking at this point over has squandered trillions Mm -hmm. trillions of taxpayers dollars for dumb shit that no one approved well like what hundreds of billions to go to ukraine which are going into companies that politicians own 167 billion now yeah 67 billion it's around either it's either i don't remember if it's the one in front of it or not it's over 60 billion dollars that we've sent to aid to ukraine alone yes and they go to companies that these politicians have buy-in with yeah and so the money just gets filtered straight into them so it's literally them stealing taxpayer money to give themselves more money right and and here here's how you fucking know this is happening 
president we've talked about this president salary is four hundred thousand dollars a year yep. 450 whatever it is 400. how in the literal fuck do you go from being president for four to eight years and then like having a mil like millions and millions and millions net worth yeah same thing with um uh insider trading yeah there's no repercussions for insider trading for democrats anymore and i'm sure for most republican rhinos republican in name only um and how that works is like if you look at nancy pelosi her salary is around one hundred fifty thousand a year mm -hmm. but she's worth nine figures yeah and so like you can't just be making like <sighs> i can promise you i can i will make this as a promise you cannot make 165 grand a year and be worth nine figures. You can't do it. Especially okay, so Nancy Pelosi's net worth is 114 million dollars. Nine figures. And that was in 2018. In 2018 she was worth 114 mil. That was before the insider trading shit that she was caught for that mm -hmm. they just waived. And then her husband's net worth is 130. So together they are worth 245 mil. Mhm. Mm okay. I'm sorry. You can't do it on 165. No. I don't know what the fuck would have to occur to to like you would have to hit you would have had to invest in Apple at ground zero. Mhm. Mm to to get with all of the money you've made. Mhm. Mm to get that kind of return. But yeah, so it's yeah, you tell me corruption isn't true. How many people make six figures a year now? Are you going to be worth nine figures? Dude, I fucking doubt it. This goes to show, like, politicians, like, good, I would call this, like, a good, but like, a better politician. Bernie Sanders, want to guess his net worth? Hmm. Three mil. I'm sure that's not true, but I'm sure it's probably more like 30 mil, but I see what you're saying. He, I, he's, like, one of the least Democratic Democrats, though. He's socialism, not. Yeah. Democratic. Yeah, but, I mean, yeah. I've always liked him. Bernie? Yeah. He's all right. He's got some good stuff, but he thinks capitalism's bad, and then he goes to try and sell a t-shirt. Yeah. It's like, all right, dickhead, that's capitalism. Go mm -hmm. fuck yourself. Yeah. He does do shit like that, but... Is he a hypocrite? Because his system doesn't work. Yeah. Capital he... cap capitalism is this. He... You and I have a business. Mm -hmm. That's capitalism. Socialism is this. We work for the government doing construction. Right. Fuck that. Um, he has, though, like, unlike, um, who's our president? Joe Biden, who's done nothing with his entire political career. Bernie oh, yeah. Sanders has actually, like, fought for things and, oh, like, actually done shit. Absolutely, yes. So that's cool. Um, I would always commend him for that. Biden um, passed the Crime Act. But, oh, my God. Which got more individuals of color in jail for longer and made um felonies for like minor drug charges huh so um while still serving as vice president joe biden's net worth was 2.5 million okay but in the years between holding political office his net net worth shot up to 8 million his net worth is way more than 8 million yeah but even so how does your net worth jump up that much that's that's not. I mean, that's not crazy. I mean, if you invested properly, you can definitely do that in eight years. That's easy. Four. And f what? 
While serving as vice president, his net worth was 2.5. But in the years years between holding political office, it shot up to 8. It says, uh, oh, now it's 9, around 9. No, it's way more than that. There's no fucking way. Oh, yeah, no. You, yeah, that, that would be, that's pretty easy. I I mean, if you got 2.4 million net worth, yeah, in four years, eight, that's pretty reasonable. With his connections, pretty easy. Mm -hmm. Um, But there's no way that's what his actual net worth is because it shows, they, with the files that came out from like uh, Twitter and FBI files and shit like that, it shows that the family was getting paid millions of dollars from ukraine and china dude yeah oh this says he earned 17.3 million while out of office yeah in the four years he was out of office 17.3 mil yeah what? foreign trade deals all right guys I think... okay sorry we should talk about we should stop talking about yeah. this all right so um recap the talk uh be more disciplined that's the most important part yeah definitely for sure be more disciplined. Don't steal. Be a good person. Um. Yep. Do you want to do some Harry Potter today or no? Do you want to? Okay. Sean wants to. He obviously wants to. Um. If you haven't, check out the YouTube vids. Uh, you can see Mimi sleeping in the middle of the floor every episode. Um. And yeah, that's what I got. May 30th. Okay. Dana's birthday. Yes. Harry went to tip an armful of withered stocks onto the compost heap and found himself face to face with Ernie Macmillan. Ernie took a deep breath and said very formally, I just want to say, Harry, that I'm so. that I'm sorry I ever suspected you. I know you'd never attack Hermione Granger, and I apologize for all the stuff I said. Hermione? I know you would have never attacked Hermione. It's got to be... Oh, man. Oh. It's either Order of the Phoenix or Half-Blood Prince. Um, when did everyone suspect... Uh, did everyone start believing him in Half-Blood Prince? I'm going to go with Half-Blood Prince. All right. What chapter? Um, thirty. All right, Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets, chapter fifteen. Oh fuck! Aragog. Fuck, dude! I for completely forgot about her being petrified. Fuck! I suck. I suck a lot, man. Damn. Yeah, babe. Good work. Because she was petrified because she saw the snake in the in her mirror. Yeah, and they suspected Harry being the snake because he could speak parcel tongue. Ah. Do, do, do. Um, okay. Well, oh, May 2nd. Well, we do look to our prefects to take a lead at times such as these, said George, in a good imitation of Percy's most pompous manner. Now let's go upstairs and fight, or all the good death eaters will be taken. Out loud, Sean. Thoughts out loud. Thoughts out loud. Um, death eaters. Mm-hmm. We gotta be at a minimum. 
three. Mm-hmm. At a minimum, prisoners at Azkaban. Mm-hmm. Death Eaters. Death Eaters. Because the Death Eaters were out for... No, it's n- number six. Okay, what chapter? So it'd be the Half Blood Prince. Okay. Chapter twenty. Um, when do the Death Eaters come to Hogwarts Castle? It's the Deathly Hallows. Yep. The seventh season. God damn it! Wait. But they weren't in school then. No, but they were fighting. Oh. Remember, because all the Weasleys were there, because Fred dies. Right. Fred? George? Fred. One of them. I don't know. Yeah. Damn. And what chapter is that? Like 30. 30. The sacking of Severus Snape. We've... Fuck. We just did a different one of that chapter. God damn it. Man. Mm. You know what this means? One more. We got to read them more. Okay. Oh, okay. But go ahead. Um... There was usually a large amount of earth on her clothes, and her fingernails would have made Aunt Petunia faint. Thoughts out loud, John. Holy fuck. That's what? That's all it is? Yeah. Great. And I gotta guess the buck. There's a u- there was usually a large amount of earth on her clothes, and her fingernails would have made Aunt Petunia faint. Who are they talking about? Oh, I know. Do you know? Mm-hmm. I knew before, like, without knowing. Uh... Wow. Babe, honestly, I don't know. Duh. Hmm. The chapter name might help you. Okay. Gildery Lockhart. Dude, you're talking about the blonde-haired little girl. The blonde-haired little girl. Right? Gregory Lockhart. Oh, wait, hold on. Gregory Lockhart. So is it Gregory Mrs. Gildory? Gildory Lockhart. Okay, okay. Hold on. Is it Gregory? Is it um, is it Mrs. Weasley that they're talking about? That they're talking about. Yes, it is. So Mrs. this Weasley. is the. Was he in the second book? Yes, yes. So Chamber of Secrets, mm-hmm. Chapter Two, Six. Damn. You have to think it's a little bit further on because they have to break Harry That's out of true. his they house. Have, mm-hmm, yeah. Oh, and it's the whole uh, the, the whole thing. The scene. Yeah. With the cake. Mm-hmm. Damn. Yeah. I thought they were talking about Mrs. Weasley, but I was like, ah, uh, man. Yeah. I love Mrs. Weasley. Dude, I want to be a mother like Mrs. Weasley. This is just a book of spells and charms. All right, baby. That's fucking enough. All right, guys. Thanks for tuning in. Hope uh, this was cool to you. Um, yeah, we you went all it, over the place. Fucking let people know it's cool, and hopefully more people will watch. Uh, that's about all we can ask for. Check out the YouTubes if you want to check out a cute sleeping hammo. Hell yeah, man. All right. Catch you guys Monday. Friday. Catch you guys. This is Friday's episode. Catch you guys Monday. With Do we know what we're talking about? Tutoring about? No idea. I had an idea, and then I completely forgot about it, so. Sounds good. We'll see you Monday for TBD. For a tutor episode. Okay, bye. See ya.